0: What's up everyone, welcome back to the Luke Cartman Show. Uh, for all episodes of this podcast, go to Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and basically everywhere else you get a podcast. Uh, you can also go follow me on Instagram, at Luke Cartman, uh, where I'll be posting updates when your episodes are out, episode artwork, and just a whole bunch of cool shit like that. Um, lighten up my rolly there. I got a I'm mixing it up. Today's potion is, um, I got a gold roast coffee with some almond milk. And uh, I've heard about almond milk before, but I never tried it before. And I was like, you know what, fuck it, let me just try it, you know. And uh, I fucking love it, to be honest. I thought it was going to be nasty, you know. I they try sending you these different types of milks and it tastes like shit. And I really like this uh, almond milk, man. Especially with a coffee goes fucking banging. Um, the episode uh, poster for this one uh, was like Men in Black themed. And I think it's important to bring up the like, um, with these episode uh, posters, sometimes they're not going to really have anything to do with uh, the episode. Like maybe like, um, I don't know, like... This one, for example, is a men in black poster, but I'm not really talking about that like you know'm just just doing random ones to be honest, just uh, trying to get creative with it I've actually created the next three episode posters, just random ones like this is so fucking fun to do like but um considering I did do men in black uh, poster, and I'm not going to be talking about it. I thought I would just play a quick song from it. here we go. <laughs> Oh shit. me up a and back. I don't know why, it just, that song makes me happy for some reason. It's got like that fucking 90s vibe, you know. It's just nostalgic. But I just, I love that movie as well. But anyway, uh, speaking of movies, um, I watched uh, two movies which have just come out onto Netflix. So I've wanted to see for a while, to be honest. And um, the first one I watched was uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with um, Johnny Depp and Benicio Del Toro which is uh, based on the book by Hunter S. Thompson, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and Johnny Depp actually plays Hunter S. Thompson. And uh, if you don't know who Hunter S. Thompson is, uh, YouTube him. Just, uh, he was a writer, like a journalist, a gonzo journalist, I think he called it. And uh, all the drugs he was doing, like, there's a thing that um Joe Rogan uh, talked, like, read out uh, Hunter S. Thompson's daily routine, and, like, it was to the dot, it was, like, wake up, have, like, uh, like a, a rum and coke, and then five minutes later, cocaine, ten minutes later, weed, and, like, all these different drugs. Like, it's fucking insanity. But uh, I thought it was a really good movie. It was, uh, I don't know, it was quite weird to understand, because I feel like I needed to take all the drugs that he was on to be able to understand it. It was just a crazy fucking movie, you know? Johnny Depp's a savage like of actors. He's up there on the Mont Rushmore with all the greats like. And especially when um you see Hunter S. Thompson's like interviews and just how he was, and then you see the movie with Johnny Depp, you're like, fucking hell, like he nailed it. But uh yeah, if you haven't uh seen that movie, it's like a psychedelic type of movie and it's just it's just fucking nuts. So check that out, Fever and Loathing in Las Vegas. And uh the other one I watched uh, which is also based on a true story. It's called The Disaster Artist, which uh, is with James Franco, Dave Franco and Seth Rogen. And that is based on a guy by the name of Tommy Wiseau. Now, Tommy Wiseau is uh, a guy who is known for making a film called The Room, which The Room is known as being the greatest bad movie of all time. Like it was so bad that it was great, you know? And uh he spent six million making that movie. And I think the first week in the box office I made eighteen hundred. So, you know, such a loss, but I mean it just he's a crazy fucking character. You know, you can see he's a bit not all there. He's a bit crazy, but I've actually watched scenes of The Room on YouTube and you're like, fucking hell. Like, even, like we were saying about Johnny Depp, like how he portrayed Hunter S. Thompson. James Franco, like, it was insane how, how close he was to Tommy Wiseau. You're like, what the fuck? Like, for me, for watching that, for me, James Franco just went up in levels of acting from seeing that. Like, he's just been a good actor, but, I mean, this was just some next-level shit. Like, So, yeah, check that out, The Disaster Artist. You know, it's it's fucking bizarre. You like like you feel sorry for the guy in a way because you can see there's some type of mental illness going there, like, and apparently he got run over by a car when he was younger, and no one knows where he's from, no one knows where he got all his money from, you know, no one knows how old he is. He's a, uh, he's an insane character, and uh, yeah. Also check out the movie The Room after you watch The Disaster Artist, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's um. It's insane. You know, <laughs> I had a bit of a late one last night as well, like watching these films because it's kind of like my research uh, for this episode. Like I've got to watch the film to be able to talk about it on the podcast and stuff. And uh, yesterday I had um, for the first time uh, a CBD joint. Now, that's, if you don't know what that is, it's basically is <clears throat> weed without THC. You know, it doesn't get you high. You don't get stoned from it. You get the C B D which gives you like all like the benefits me. Like you get kind of like a body high from it. You feel feel relaxed, but you definitely don't feel stoned and I had a uh, quite a good sleep off it. It was uh, interesting. I wanna try the C B D oils next and just really get into that world because I know CBD is good for anxiety and stress and a lot of different things. Maybe you've got like a fucked up finger that you need fixing. You've got arthritis or something like that. It can help a whole bunch of other things. And this uh, CBD the CBD joint ad was from a company called Graded Green. I know you can look them up online, but I didn't get it directly from them. I got it from someone else, but I wouldn't say their name just for legal reasons. No, not for legal reasons, because it is legal CBD, I'm pretty sure, you know. But, you know. The cops might be fucking listening, so... <laughs> but, yeah, it was, um... It was good. I was a bit hesitant, because I haven't smoked weed in years and years, and I'm not really interested in it anymore. I got a bit boring, and I was smoking too much, right? it's just, what the fuck, you know? But, uh... What was I talking about, then? Oh, yeah, the CBD <laughs> joint. See, I'm losing my fucking memory already. But, um... Uh, next subject. <laughs> oh, there's some, um... A lot of UFC uh, activity going on these days. Um, fuck, where do I start? You know what? I'm gonna start with uh, Conor McGregor's retirement. You know, from what I understand is Conor had his plan, and the UFC had their plan, and they just didn't mix. So he's like, you know what? I'll retire, but. This is the third or fourth time that Conor's retired, you know. He he's said multiple times that he'll never stop fighting, you know. So I think this is just because he couldn't get to fight in the summer, obviously during the coronavirus and just how matchups played out with Gay Gene Ferguson. he might just sit out and see what happens. You know, I can't see him just completely walking away, because when he announced his retirement recently, he didn't get the same pop. You know, because he's done it before, it's kind of lost his momentum now with his retirement, you know. So I personally just can't see him going out on that note. You know, even though we just beat but I just can't see it going out that way. But who knows? If he did, then like he's got nothing else to prove. Double champion, you know, he's competed in boxing as well, I thought the best guy there is what else is there to do? A third belt, really, and like super fights like say uh Vidal. Or Anderson Silva, or the trilogy with Nate Luck, like, you know? So, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I know um, Jorge Masvidal is having some fucking issues with the UFC and minute due to money and stuff like that. And I completely understand where Jorge's coming from. You know, he wants generational wealth. He said before that he wants to make sure his family's okay and he can support his kids and all that, put them through college and stuff like that. So I get what he's like. I want more money. He is the BMF title holder you know, while Conor was away, Jorge Masdar was the biggest star in my opinion, you know, so pay the man, but I understand the UFC are saying from a business standpoint, you just signed a seven fight deal with us, like you just signed the deal, we have a contract with you, you know what I mean, so, that's the problem with these contracts man, if there was a way to get, just, I like, I think Conor doesn't, do it like that. I think he like he fights, renegotiates a contract. As another fight, renegotiates a contract. So I get what the UFC is saying. But at the end of the day, when you look at stars that you have right now, let's just assume Conor is retired and he's never coming back. If you look at your biggest stars, truthfully, it's Jorge Masvidal, Nate Diaz, uh, Style Bender, and maybe John Jones. They're your four. You know, pay per view draws. You know they're the ones that people are really, really excited about. You know I can't. There might be others, but I can't really think of them right now. You know, you know Francis is getting up there too. You know, so compensate him. He is a title holder technically. You know, he is the B.M.F. title holder, so just pay the man. I can. I know John Jones is having issues, well because he he's gonna wants to go up to heavyweight to fight Francis, which is a money fight. It's not the biggest money fight in the world. It's a good fan fight, you know, it's not going to bring in millions of pay-per-views, it just won't, you know. And uh, but John's saying, like, if I'm going up to fight the scariest guy heavyweight in Francis, because Francis could knock him out, I want to be compensated for that, so why can't you pay me? And the UFC, are like they're, like, they're just not having it, so... At the end of the day, man, it's... I don't know. You've got to look at it from both perspectives, from the fighter's perspective and from the UFC as a business, because... I'd imagine right now, because of the uh, coronavirus, like the UFC is still putting on events, but there's no live gate, you know? So they're losing out a chunk of money. So can they really afford to be paying, you know, fighters what they're asking right now? You know, I think if, if there wasn't, if there was a live gate and we wasn't in this coronavirus situation, I think fighters would be getting a bit more pay. I don't know. That's the thing it's tricky, man, but I think those guys that you have right now they should be they should you should look after them, you know, but apparently John makes around five million a fight, you know, so I don't see why if you can afford to pay him out, maybe pay him ten mil for the Francis fight, you know, but uh, as you know, it's just the fucking politics there, but we have got some interesting uh fights coming up that they've announced, quite a fucking lot to be honest, They've, uh, I know Fight Island is up and running now, which it is in Abu Dhabi on Yas Island, which is cool, Um, I'm not really sure which ones are happening there and which ones are happening in Vegas, but they've announced uh, DC and Stipe, the trilogy, for the heavyweight title, I'm fucking pumped about that, I think Stipe might get our win again, you know it's 1-1 so far, but and I think DC's probably going to retire after this. So it would be cool if DC could win the belt and then retire and then, you know, Stipe and someone else fight for the belt. Maybe Stipe and Francis or something. But, uh, yeah, and then we've got uh, Usman versus Gilbert Burns for the welterweight title, which I'm really interested in. You know, this uh, Gilbert Burns guy, I didn't think he was going to be Woodley, to be honest. I think I said that on his podcast, so I thought Woodley was going to fuck him up. You know, I felt Woodley's a championship-level fighting and it's Gilbert Burns isn't. And I was completely fucking wrong, you know. Gilbert Burns completely outclassed uh, Tyron Woodley. And, and I've always said this, a welterweight, if you can beat Tyron Woodley, you should get a title shot because, for me, he's the gatekeeper. You can beat a guy as good as Woodley, then you get straight to the title. And that's what's happening, obviously, because Masvidal's not fighting Usman now. and You know, so... I'm really excited uh, for that fight. I I don't have a pick for that fight. Honest, you know, Usman's a fucking savage. But um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, also, they've announced uh, Max Holloway and Volkanovski, the rematch, for the featherweight strap. I've got to be honest. I think uh, Max is going to win this fight. You know? I think he's going to come back and get his belt back. You know? A guy like Max, I think he'll, he takes losses better than anyone you know, and I think he's going to learn and come back better, you know, so, yeah, I think uh Holloway's going to win that one, they've announced uh, Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker, like wait which is just a a b-b-b-banger, I can't wait for that fight, Um I think that's going to be a back and forth, possibly five rounder, you know, I can't see Hooker getting knocked out when I can't see Poirier getting knocked out, I think it's just going to be a back and forth, you know. And either guy together when I don't have a pick without one either that's a really in, interesting star matchup I think good step up uh, for hooker as well you know Paul is getting back in it after losing to Khabib you know so uh, this also I think was announced today or yesterday what I'm I'm really excited about is uh, Darren Till versus Robert Whittaker now this one is interesting because of the styles, like, Darren Till is a counter, he's a counter fighter, you know, and Whitaker is someone who's explosive and lunges at you, you know, so I think that could play into Darren Till's hands, you know, but at the same time, Whitaker could lunge and maybe knock him out, like Jorge when he knocked out um, Darren Till, you know, but, uh, I not know, Till's probably a future champion, to be honest. The fight I want to see at middleweight, I know they're doing Izzy and Paulo Costa, but I want to see Darren Till and Izzy. That's the fight I want to see. Now, that can go either one or two ways. It's either going to be a classic or it's going to be boring shit because they're both counter fighters, you know, and they'll be hesitant to start throwing shots and stuff because of their styles. But, um, yeah, there's some good fights upcoming uh, I'm excited about. Is anything going on in boxing? Um, I think they're announcing uh, Annie Joshua and Tyson Fury. I'm sure I've seen something like that uh, going on. Which I think Tyson Fury wins. You know, Tyson Fury is the greatest heavyweight boxer. He just is. You know what I mean? You just can't fuck with his style. And his ability to switch. Like like no one done to Deontay Wilder what he done to him. Like He figured that puzzle out and It's just, it's fight IQ. It's second to none, so. Yeah, I don't really know what else is going on in boxing. There hasn't been too much. I don't think fights have been happening, you know. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, social media, you know. I've made a decision to stay off of social media, you know. The only times I'm going to be going on there like Instagram or Facebook, is when I'm posting uh, new episodes of the podcast. And that's it. Because I'm starting to think, that because there's so much... Think of when you just scroll on uh, Instagram or Facebook, let's say for a minute, right? How much information is coming at you that quick? And how different all the information is? I think the brain is kind of adapting to it now, but I don't exactly know how good it is. Like, I personally believe, and I might be wrong about this, because obviously I'm not a doctor, but I think um, anxiety can come from social media. I'm not saying it's that like, the central force of anxiety, but I don't think it helps, because, like, you know, if you've ever had anxiety, your, your mind's racing 100 miles an hour. You know, you're thinking of all these different things, and there's a correlation there, I think, in social media. You know, all this different information is flying at you, and of all different realms of things, like, you know, it's, um, I don't know, I'm just staying off it, I've been off it now for a couple of days, I've only been, like, checking out, like, interactions with my podcast, other than that, I'm staying away from it. You know, just a kind of like an experiment to see if I feel any different uh, because of it, you know. And plus it can be such a negative place. But it can also be a place of just like, where you're like, why am I even, like it's two in the morning. And I'm looking at fucking just this dumb shit on social media. Like what am I doing? Like it's just a waste of time, you know. So yeah, I th- I'm going to just try and um see how it benefits, you know. I've uh, been fucking around with uh, dating apps again. Just to see what's going on there, you know. I promote my podcast on there too, like. And uh, I just like to see what's going on, you know. And uh, I signed up with uh, Tinder again. Just, you know, Tinder's are fucking just nuts, you know. And uh, I was getting loads of matches and shit. But, like, they can get weird sometimes. Like, some of them, you're like, is this real? And, and some of them, like... I would get the same message from like two different matches, and I'm like, "There's some like Russian bots going on here. This is a bit weird." Like, I'm, I don't know. I feel like women on the know just because of the quality, they just want to be entertained, and it's like, "Fuck off. Go read a book. Do something." Like, you know. And uh, the, the sad truth is that um, I know a lot of people are embarrassed about going on dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and all these different ones. But the reality is, in today's world, like. It's a big source of how you meet people. You know, it's not like it used to be, where you just, like, you could still do this, like, say, if you're at a bar, or just wherever, and you meet someone, and you start like that, or friends through friends, like, that still happens, but I feel like, in general, it's mostly online. You know, even social media, like, like people sliding into your DMs and shit, It's, it's just the way of the world now, you know? And plus, it's just easier, you know. Like for some people, it can be hard to go out and pub, like in social and like environments and meet someone like that, you know. So sometimes it's just easier just for them to meet online, like to meet online, and then but you know that can get tricky too, because like there's a whole show called Catfish about that stuff where it gets fucking tricky, you know. Like I've met um, a few women off dating apps, and it's going well. And then it goes bad after a while, you know? Like, but I don't know. It's, uh, what was the other one back in the day? Uh, BBM. Remember that? With like the Blackberry phones with the shit. And it was like Blackberry Messenger, like you meet girls off there, man. That was cool too. But then, uh, that can also get tricky. I don't know. It's a weird world dating apps. I'm, uh, I'm, um, what was I talking about then? Fuck, this almond milk coffee's kicking my ass. Ah, <laughs> oh, episode 30, man. It's, um, crazy to be at this point uh, in the podcast. Like, it's not a landmark episode, episode 30, you know. Like, maybe episode 50 and 100 and so on and so forth would be landmarks, but... It's, um, really interesting... Uh the podcast is at this point in it, and I'm gonna be incorporating new stuff in the future. Like I'm looking into I really want to get sound effects on this podcast, like a soundboard where I don't know, I to be talking about anything and like a sound will come out from it. So I'm looking into getting soundboards, just trying to evolve the show uh, more and more. It's um it's a, it's a great, I love having my podcast. And um, to be honest, I'm thinking about keeping this one, uh, maybe just me, and then starting a second podcast, which is all guest-driven, or maybe I will just have guests on this one, you know? But it's, you know, sorting the logistics of that out, and I'm still trying to get equipment, you know, I'm hopefully when all like these retail shops and I open up again, I can go and get a microphone to stick into my phone, and do it like that and invest in a laptop and what I I think uh, a big step in the evolution of this podcast will be when uh, I have it on video you know I've got some good ideas for stuff to do when it's all filmed like different segments and stuff like that but uh, yeah I'm just uh, really excited about it I'm I'm I listen back I'm going to be listening back uh, to all of my episodes To kind of see uh, the evolution of it all. And also uh, to draw material from. Like I'm noticing that my writing and kind of subject matter. Where my mind is at with comedy. That this podcast has really brought out a different, like an untapped uh, side of comedy. That I wasn't really getting into before. You know, like I've said before, that my stand-up was uh, completely about like personal stuff and kind of like my perspective on life and stuff and it was never really just about different topics and just random stuff and I feel like uh, definitely looking back now I was just being completely one-sided and I've said before that when it comes to comedy you want to be like um, a mixed martial artist you want All the aspects of martial arts all the aspects of comedy in your arsenal you know you want to be well-rounded as a comedian you know and like the would you rather segment and the questions from the internet segment they bring out untapped sides you know like I've talked about some random ass would you Rather"s, and I've actually in the moment come up with you know like material from it so I'm gonna be mining all these uh, episodes for different material, going up and forming them on stage, you know, and I, I can't fucking wait, uh, for open mics and shows to open up again, so I can get back on stage and really hit this hard, you know, and develop as a comedian, you know. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. But what else was it I wanted to do? Oh, there was um, I posted the other day on social media. Uh, to do like a fan Q&A uh, for this so like, fans can like send in questions and maybe advice and shit like that and I'll get to it on the podcast. But I didn't really get enough uh, questions to actually make it a segment. But I did get uh, there is a question that I'm going to get to, uh, which I thought was really interesting. And that question was from my friend Liam, uh, which by the way, he's actually a music producer makes like dubstep and drum and bass is uh it's element one on soundcloud that's e-l-e-r-m-e-n-t-o-n-e element one on soundcloud he got a bunch of music on there and uh on his social medias and stuff like that so go and check him out and his question was what do you think is going to happen next in 2020? Now. There's been a lot of crazy shit already, and we're only on fucking month six, you know? We're already in June, and all this crazy stuff has happened. Now, at this point, Jesus is going to make a fucking comeback. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Tupac was like, I'm not dead, and came out, like, you know? and. But, to be honest, what I think is going to happen next in 2020 is, I think... Towards the end of the year maybe like uh, Well between September and December, I think we're gonna have a second wave of uh, this virus You know, it's around flu season but I think uh, I think it'll be taken as coronavirus You know, there's been so much misinformation out there about this stuff and the testing and the statistics and all that and there's a big reason why I'm staying off social media too, just because of all that shit, you know. And Yeah, I honestly think there'll uh, be a second wave, you know. I don't know what else there could be, you know. Maybe we get a new prime minister, but I don't think there's an elect- election this year. I don't know, maybe our aliens will show up, you know. It's just that bitch slapping people off what we've done to the earth. I really don't know, man. It's a tough question because I can't predict the future. But I think if we look at what's going on, I think the biggest possibility of like the next event would be uh, that we have a second wave. You know, I'd be interested to know if during all these protests and stuff like that going on around the world, if the actual numbers of coronavirus have gone up. You know, I haven't seen anything like it. You know, and I know a lot of people are blaming uh, protests on, well, we'll blow, uh, blame it if the numbers go up. And I kind of gather, if there's a lot of people together, the risk is higher. But there's also, when you look at, if they're saying that, like, this affects people with underlying health conditions, maybe over the age of 70 or 80, they're the ones who are high risk. Now, I don't think that, Someone who is, like, say, 28 years old, with no underlying health condition, should have to apply, abide by the same rules as someone who is at the highest risk. You know, it doesn't make sense. It should be like a controlled quarantine, you know? But listen, I don't fucking know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't fucking know. I'm just talking shit on a podcast, you know? People are going to listen to me about it, but... Yeah, I believe the thing was handled wrong, and... I think I might run for Prime Minister. <laughs> right, I'm uh, going to be getting in to the two segments I always do on this show, uh, which I'm really excited about. I've got some fun uh, questions and stuff like that for this one. And I've also got a segment coming at the end of the show, which I'm really excited to get into. It's going to be the debut of this segment. and To be honest, I think it will be a reoccurring segment. Uh, So the first one I'm going to be getting into here is, Would you rather... Um, Question number one. Would you rather constantly have to sneeze but can't, or have hiccups that last four hours per day? Oh, fucking hell. Um, Right, hiccups is never worse than fucking hiccups. Uh, Right, but if you constantly have to sneeze but you can't, I'm assuming that's going to last all day. But hiccups are only going to last four hours a day. Uh, I I think I would have to pick having hiccups the last four hours a day, you know. I think I could uh, get my way, I can get through that mentally, you know. Constantly having to sneeze but can't, I'll just be looking like a fucking, you know, like a mentally challenged or whatever the correct term is, trans challenged or whatever you call it, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I would pick um, having hiccups the last four hours a day. I think i could muster through that and spend the last 20 hours, you know, living good. Um, question number two. Would you rather have to drink all of your beverages from a huge bucket or a baby bottle? Ooh. Oh, this one's easy. I would pick baby bottle just because if you're drinking like, all your, your beverages from a huge bucket, like, you're gonna miss your mouth. It's gonna get all over you. That's just a fucking fact. You know? And it would just look like what type of animal drinks in a huge bucket. Now, I know probably people in the world do that. You know, but. Fuck, man. It just. That would be way messier. Like, drinking from a baby bottle. It'd just be like a second on a tit, you know? <laughs> Imagine I just having a coffee out of a baby bottle, you know? That'd be cool. Yeah, a baby bottle all day. Drinking out of a huge bucket, there would just be an inconvenience, you know. Uh, question number three Would you rather publish your diary or make a movie on your most embarrassing moment? Well, I don't have a diary, but let's just assume it would be like all oh, my, my comedy notes and podcast notes and stuff like that. I'd publish that, no problem. Uh, making a movie on my most embarrassing moment. I don't really know what my most embarrassing moment would be. Maybe that time I accidentally shaved off half my eyebrow the day before I was meeting a girl. But, I mean, could you make a movie on that? I mean, it would be maybe a 30-minute movie. You know? I don't know how well it would do with the box office. Um, uh, But I think I would have to publish the movie on my most embarrassing moment. Out of those two, I'd have to choose that. Just because it would be cool to see it. On screen, you know. Um, I would play my yeah, I would play myself in the movie maybe, and maybe get Johnny Depp to do her some shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, question number four: Would you rather be super strong or change into animals? Ooh, ah, oh, change into animals. Can you imagine that shit? You know, someone's talking shit. Just turn into a fucking panther, and just start taking people out. That'd be cool as fuck, just change into an animal at any time, like, maybe uh, turn into like a tiger or a chimpanzee, I'd have a tail and stuff, start hitting people with my tail, serving drinks with it, you know, I do like fun party tricks with it and stuff. I could turn into a bird maybe, if I wanted to get somewhere quickly and I didn't have enough time to like get a taxi or get on a bus or something. That'd be amazing to be able to just like transport into a fucking animal. You know, uh, question number five: Would you rather have sex with the lights on or the lights off? Oh, uh, this is a great question. It depends. Now, yes, it does depend on. Oh, I don't know. If it's night time, I'm not really gonna put the lights on. Like I've had sex in the morning when it's just daylight, and that's cool. But having it with the lights off, that's different too, sometimes you can't really see what you're doing. Depends what type of lighting you've got, if you've got blackout curtains, it can be harder. But you know, sometimes it depends on the girl, it really does. Like, I can't speak for everyone, but men sometimes get in situations where it's not the best looking girl and you want to have the lights off just to feel better about it, you know. But, um, I, I don't know, I like daylight sex and nighttime sex equally. Uh, But I'll say, um, lights off. Fuck it. Um, Question number six. Would you rather live in the house of your dreams, but it doesn't have internet access, or your current home for the rest of your life? Oh, I'd rather live in the house of my dreams without internet access. Definitely. It looks like being the house of my dreams, like yeah without having internet access it can fuck up some things but maybe i'd have a neighbor who had it i could just use that like you know i don't want to live in my one bedroom apartment for the rest of my life you know and i'd imagine like say if you just had like the house of your dreams whatever that is to you like imagine the house of your dreams you're not really thinking about internet access like if you had the house of your dreams you would have like a bowling alley there you know you could have a cinema there, you could have all these things, and I think you wouldn't really miss not having internet, you know, because you might be um what could drive. You, you could have, like, a nightclub in your house, uh, um, excuse me, um, you could have, like, a fucking restaurant, and, you know, yeah, I feel like you wouldn't miss not having internet, you know? But when I live in a one-bedroom apartment, you know, internet access is a fucking big deal, you know, so... Yeah, I'll take living in the house of my dreams. Uh, question number seven, the final, would you rather? Would you rather live where it is permanently hot or where it is always snowing? Um, I would take, honestly, I would take where it's always snowing. Like, I love summer as much as the next person. I love, like, just the vibe of what it's like. But there's something about a place where it's always snowing that I like. Like that's probably my favorite season, to be honest. Is when it's just snowing and just the whole vibe is different. You know, I feel like it humbles people. You know, it, I think it would just be cool. You know, it'd be cold as shit. You know, but where is it always snowing? Places like maybe like certain parts of Canada or Alaska. You know. But I feel like there would be a lot of car crashes and stuff like that. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> oh, shit. Um, I think that's the first ever sneeze on my podcast. That goes out in history. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would take um, living where it's always snowing. Um, here comes the other widely popular segment on this show. And this is uh, some good questions in this one. It's questions from the internet. but da Questions from the internet, but da da but da. question number one, if you were a ghost, who would you haunt? Um, oh, this is a really good one, but let's just say, uh, I don't know, haunt, like, maybe hang out with, like, I don't want to be, like, if I was a ghost, I wouldn't want to be scaring people, I'd want to be hanging out with people, um, who would it be? Oh Jesus, who would it be man? Who would I if I was a ghost, who would I come back and haunt? Um Oh fuck, I don't really don't know. That's a really good question. Who would I haunt? Maybe like uh Cat Williams. This guy thinking like it would be funny if he saw a ghost. A motherfucker, (laughs) like it would just be funny like. Um Damn, that's a really tough one. I think it would be funny to haunt Donald Trump. Just to see what he gets on with, like behind closed doors, what he's up to. and Scaring him to blow his wig off and stuff. You know, I really don't know. Uh, I might come back to that question on another episode. That was a, That's a tough one. Uh, question number two. You can only take one drug for the rest of your life. Which one do you pick? Ooh... One drug for the rest of my life. Well caffeine is a drug technically, you know. But let's just take caffeine off the table. If I could take one, now this is actually a drug that I've never taken, but I think it would be mushrooms. Like some sort of psychedelic. Uh maybe like DMT or something like that, which again I've never taken I've never taken psychedelics, but I am interested in them. Uh I think it would be one of those, like mushrooms, DMT, or acid or something like that. Uh it would be that one. Just because, you know, cocaine shit, you know, crack just makes people dance funny. You know, heroin makes people sleepy, you know. So, if I'm going to take one for the rest of my life, it would have to be a psychedelic. So, i pick mushrooms. Uh, Question number three. If you were a musician, what genre of music would you choose to perform in? Ooh, this is an amazing question. If I was a musician. Uh... See, my instinct would be to say, like, hip-hop or R&B because of the lifestyle and stuff. Um, I feel like being, like, a heavy metal star, like a rock star, it's dying these days, but I think, like, back in the day, it would just kick in and the lifestyle they had and trash in hotel rooms and stuff. I feel like that would be the most fun. Um, Yeah, I feel like I would choose that, you know. Ah, It's a close one, though, between being, like, A hip-hop superstar. Um, Yeah, I don't think I would choose a rock star. To be honest, being like heavy metal music. I have long hair, motorbikes and shit. Doing crazy shows, mosh pits and that. Yeah, I would choose that one. I would be like a heavy metal musician. Uh, Question number four. Choose one person to do commentary on your sex life. Ooh, ah, this is easy. Joe Rogan be like oh what a combination you know strong finish to the round by Lugard, you know I don't really know many of the commentators to be honest with you Joe Rogan I think would be the funniest yeah I would pick Joe Rogan um, next question what's the scariest dream you've ever had Ooh, this is a great one because I can remember like a lot of my dreams that I've had But um, sometimes when I'm overtired and stuff like that, I get, like, they're nightmares, but, like, they're hallucinations in a way, you know? Where, like, it's when you're, like, you think you're awake, but you're actually, like, asleep. It's, like, somewhere in the middle between that. And it's called HydroGuard, hallucinations, where I've had crazy ones where, like, there's been like dark shadows in a corner of my room and like they've jumped at me and I've like, been thrown around my room and scrammed and all just like crazy fucking shit like that. Um, Yeah, it's just been stuff like that really. Like that's why I don't watch horror movies because I know for a fact when I go to sleep, I'm fucked. You know, there's gonna be demons in my dreams and shit. Like that conjuring type of shit. Like that, who's that, that crazy bitch on, who's on top of the wardrobe and she fucking jumps you and I. I've had that hose being in my dream. Uh, the Nun, that ugly looking fucko, just like runs at people and I like I've seen that shit in my dreams. Just, uh, yeah, nightmares, uh, I hate nightmares. Um, question number six, what's the most memorable book you've ever read? Ooh, uh, I'm going to do two for this. I'm going to do a book and an audio book. Uh, the most memorable book that I've ever read, which I'm actually still reading, is uh, Kevin Hart. I can't make this up. Uh, Just an insight into the man's life and his journey uh, into stand up and stuff like that. Really inspirational book. Audio book, I would say The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And I've talked about that audio book a couple of times. I think in the early days of this podcast, too. You can find it on YouTube. It's like a three, four hour audio book. And it talks about resistance and procrastination and. It's if you're an artist or just, you don't even have to be an artist, it's a really good book. Uh, I won't say much about it. I would say just, just listen to it. It's called The Ward of Art. Um, number seven, question number seven. What's your strangest habit? Oh, this one's easy. Uh, when I close like a door or like my fridge door, I'll walk away, then go back to check that it's closed. Even though I know that it's closed, for some reason I go and fucking double check it. You know, I don't know if that's OCD or whatever the fuck. Um, Another one is, like, I always need um, some type of change. So what happens a lot is, like, I'll change my flat around. Like, my bedroom, I'll change it around. And then, like, five minutes later, I'll put it back to how it was. Just like, nah, I don't like it. And same with my living room. Like, I'll always, like, switch, like, the way the furniture is and just change everything. And then I sit there, I'm like, I don't fucking like it, and I'll change it back. And I don't know. I don't know why i do it. Just for that feeling of change, I guess, and, like, something new. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah, that's a strange habit that I have. (laughs) Uh, Question number eight. Uh, What are you most grateful for? Oh, this is a fun question. Um, To be honest, and this is cheesy, but I don't give a fuck, this is the truth. Uh, The fact that I'm alive, you know, I really do um, treat life as a a gift. You know, like, I wake up every day, like, like, fucking I made it, like, you know, I've talked about before, like, how I was hit by a car when I was younger, and like the crowd of my head was like burst and it was all bleeding, coming out of it and stuff like that. And I was lucky enough to come out of it. Yeah, to be honest, like it wasn't the wake up call that I thought it would be really when I was younger. But now when I look back and uh, being what I am in life and I just feel lucky, I just feel like a lucky person uh, to be what I am and just to be breathing and being alive, you know? Um, And I definitely try my best to approach life, uh, like that, like I've got like a second chance and stuff like that. So yeah, I would say I'm most grateful for um to be alive, and have my family and friends around me and good people and yeah, and the opportunities to the opportunities to do things like comedy and even do this podcast or whatever it is to be able to sit down and watch Netflix without being bothered. You know, it's these little things. Like, um, final question from the internet: If you were a mortal. How would you change your life starting right now? Um, ah, oh, if I was a mortal, I would just start running into walls. Like, ah, look, I can't get hurt. You know, i do doing bungee jumps, like, you know, just crazy stuff like that. Like, jackass style, you know, sitting in the trolley, flying through bushes, just, yeah, probably just like hurting myself, you know, like, um, I'd probably be a, applied to be an astronaut, because if I was a mortal, I probably didn't, don't need to wear like a space suit or like that, I can just go up into space and just chill and be a mortal. Um, I would probably, uh, probably start fights more if I was a mortal, just, just knowing that like, I'm not going to die, we just get beat up and just be like, ha just laugh, like, but I don't know, would we really want to be a mortal? How boring would that get, you know? After a while, you'd be fucking fed up of it. Just the same as, like, say, if you could live, I don't know, be 500 years old. I think maybe a year 200, maybe 300, you get a bit bored. You'd be like fucking enough already, you know? But <laughs> I don't know. Um, and now, was questions from the internet? but butter, butter, butter. Butter, 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 butter. But. Uh, this uh, segment, game, whatever you want to call it, I'm introducing on this episode which is going to be a reoccurring one. It's called Random Facts. Uh. Excuse me. Um, and I like this one just because it's random shit. You know, I don't exactly know how factual these things are, but they sound fun. So I was like, you know what? Well, I want to uh, evolve the show, introduce new stuff. So Random Facts is the one that I'm bringing into to the Luke Cortman show. So... Random facts, here comes random fact number one, Uh, 72 muscles are used in speaking the word fuck. That can't be true, can it? 72 muscles. Right, say the word fuck and tell me if you feel like you're using 72 muscles. Right, one, two, three. Fuck. I don't know, how did I even find that out though? Like... Have they got like some Ivan Drago shit where they're just like putting all like these things on you, like these pulses and stuff and finding out how many fucking muscles are used? You know, I don't know. That might be true, it might not. That's what's going to be fun about all these random fa- uh, fact segments. It might be true, it might not, but we're just going to say them on the show and who fucking knows? <laughs> uh, random fact number two. Think of a number. Double it. Add six. Half it. Take away the number you started with. Your answer is three. Shut the fuck up. That actually worked that time as well. Right, let me go over that again so you can try this at home, right? Think of a number. Double it. Add six. Half it take away the number that you started with your answer is three right if if anyone done that and that actually worked dm me on instagram or like message me on facebook so i know that actually worked as it did with me that's insane man fuck right next random fact uh the bible is the world's most shoplifted book (laughs) People need that faith, you hear me? Um, I thought Bibles were free. Like, you couldn't like, get them in hotels and, like, a church would just give you a Bible, will not they? And don't they, like, put them down on the seats and stuff? Like, I didn't know you had to pay for the Bible. That's the world's most sharp-lifted book. That's interesting. Really? Again, I'd love to know how they actually find this stuff out. I never would have thought the Bible. Damn. Uh, next random fact: people who talk to themselves on a daily basis are less likely to suffer from mental disorders. Again, how do you find that out? Like it's always, like I've always thought that like people who are talking to themselves are the most likely to suffer from mental disorders because you're talking to yourself, you know what I mean? You Know, I guess we talk to ourselves in our head, like, oh, what are we gonna do next, and just stuff like that. But you no, know, if I see someone talking to me, I go, what the fuck's going on, like, you know, that's crazy. Damn, right? <laughs> Final random fact uh, if you apply an electric current to a pickle, the salt water in it acts as a conductor. And will cause the pickle to glow in the dark. Right, don't try that at home because that sounds fucked up. Like an electrical current, like what type of electrical current? If you apply it to a pickle, the salt water and it acts as a conductor and will cause the pickle to glow in the dark. You know, there's got to be a few casualties when people are trying that, I'm guessing can't put electricity and water together, I just don't mix though, does it? I don't know, I'm also the same person, like, who didn't know that you could smoke by a petrol station, you know, so, but, what, what the fuck, see, these just blow my mind, like, this is the first time I'm trying this segment, so my opinions on it are not going to be as much, but the more I do it, they will be, like, the mo- I'm just blown away, blown away, blown away, what the fuck, blown away by these facts, because they're just, you're like, what, and I also don't know if they're true, you know what I mean, yeah, that's insane, I think the craziest one there for me would be, um. the 72 muscles are used in speaking the word fuck, I didn't even know we had 72 muscles, you know, I've never really counted them, so, I don't know, man, <laughs> what time are we at? Almost 54 minutes, damn. I said on the last episode my goal is to do an hour because that's the longest you can record like a single episode on here. I think you could do like say two hour, two one hour episodes and combine them together to make one but I'm not really sure. Uh, 54 minutes is actually the longest I've ever done so I'm going to try and keep this going for six more minutes. Who gives a fuck? I haven't really got any more notes of things to talk about but I'm just going to talk shit. Uh, I've noticed, uh, actually, the longest episodes I've ever done is the ones where I've had, like, the least notes. I don't know what that is, and my friend Peter made a good point. He was saying that it could be because when you've got, like, let's say you've got ten different topics, it could be like you're rushing to get to the next topic, you know what I mean? But when there's less, you kind of just, I don't know, just talking shit, like, so... I'm gonna try these next what almost five minutes now just talking about random shit. Um I've been vaping a lot uh recently coming off because I would always like go in between smoking fucking tobacco and vaping but I don't know. Smoking tobacco just makes your fucking breath smell nasty, you know. Oh shit, what's my app? Oh my app is saying heads up, the maximum recording time for Simmons is sixty minutes, keep an eye on the clock. Oh shit. Um we're still in the lockdown, right? Apparently, uh, retail shops are going to be opening up next week, like regular ones, you know. But what we all really want is barber shops, hair salons and gyms and stuff like that, maybe like tattoo parlors and stuff. You know, if Primark opens up, really, who gives a fuck, you know? We can order stuff online, but apparently they're still putting, like, the social distancing, Uh things in place and in shopping centres and stuff like that. I don't know how it's going to work out. Hopefully, it's not going to be constant because, I don't know, this can go either one or two ways, man. Things go back to how they were before, when it was just kind of like a free-for-all, or this social distancing would actually be a way of life going forward, and I hope not. Anyway, it's a kind of nice day here in Cardiff. You know, the birds are chirping, the sun's out, but also the clouds are out. You know, uh, I hope everyone's doing well. You know, you're all staying strong for the lockdown if you're not working or anything like that. But I also hope you're not just sitting there till your ass grows roots doing nothing. You know, I hope you're making moves, writing your goals down, staying positive, meditating, smoking CBD joints, uh, watching UFC fights, staying off of social media, uh... Checking out this podcast is, after this now, there'll be 30 episodes of this podcast available. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be still putting up like the post about the Q&A that people can send in questions to me and maybe advice and I'll read them out on the show. I didn't really get enough uh, for this episode, so I just chose that one and ran with that. But I would like uh, more fan interaction, you know, get people involved with it, you know. Um, Check out the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, check out the movie The Disaster Artist, honestly stop what you're doing after you listen to this podcast, go and watch The Disaster Artist, it's on Netflix, your mind will be fucking blown, watch it and report back to me, Um, stay off of Tinder, you know no one needs that in their fucking life, it's crazy out there, Um, look up some random facts, Uh, do some push ups, Maybe a couple sit-ups, um, drink some coffee with almond milk, uh, what else? I think you can go and see your families now, have a barbecue maybe, but go and uh, stay uh, two, what is this, six meters or two meters apart or some shit, I don't fucking know, um, avoid Chinese food, especially takeaway because that shit will kill you, uh, takeaways in general will kill you, I'm not a big fan of takeaways to be honest. You know, I like Domino's, right, but I don't want it in my house because I've noticed before when I've had like, say like a Domino's pizza in my home, it fucking stinks. Like I like fucking 16 candles to get rid of the smell, you know, so it's a whole thing. Um, What else was I going to do? Oh, that's it. Uh Updates on the digital series that I'm going to be doing. That I've made before with Kai Mas, I uploaded a couple before, like me as like Ron Burgundy from Anchorman. Uh, I am gonna be getting to that, back into that soon. It just it's so time consuming that, you know, I gotta find the time to do it. But that is in the works, a digital series under LC Digital, which uh, I just made up and it's gonna be my I don't know video production company. I guess it's like an extension of the podcast, you know. Um, yeah, got some uh, other fun segments which will be coming up in episodes to come. Some more fun topics, maybe some uh, more UFC news, different movies, just anything, things that go on in the world today. Maybe I'll play some uh, characters uh, on episodes to come. And uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, really appreciate the, po- the, su- the port, the support, the support. I'm closing in on 1,000 downloads. I uh, can't thank you all enough. So, stay safe, everyone. Uh, go and check out me on Instagram at Luke Cortman, where I'll post new episodes and all stuff like that. I love you all. Stay safe. I'm Luke Cartman. Hala.